It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, hi, everybody. Once again. Welcome to Screen Heroes. I am Derek. I have my hosts, Ryan. Hi. And Ray. Hello. Here with me. And for those watching this, either live on Twitch or later on YouTube, things look different. Things sound different. Uh, we are using Ryan's location. Mm-hmm. Our studio away from the studio. Our uh, Yes, this is the B-Lot. And <laughs> um, <laughs> that's because uh, our normal studio has been without power for the last three nights and three days. We just got it back about two, three hours ago, and we will have internet back tomorrow. So we will be back next week in our normal normal setup. But Barring now, any more insane consequences. I don't think the tree could fall anymore. Yeah, the tree, no, the, but there's probably other things that the could fall. The tree is down. The tree is yeah, definitely Derek down. and Rachel had a little bit of a, of a week. So. We did, yeah. So uh, thank you for joining us. For those of you who are joining us live, if you didn't know we were live, um, we are live every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Heroes Podcast. Sometimes a little us. late if uh, mic is technical working. issues, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we're using a different mic, so I forgot to, uh, to change the, the channel. So Classic. Classic tech guy. Classic tech guy. Yeah, he has I, one job. I had to re- I had to reboot three times and, and all that stuff. Yeah, so. uh, but we will have our, our chat going here in just a moment or so. Um, Ray, do you want to get us started off on our SDCC recap? I'm gonna talk Thor Ragnarok. Okay, we're just okay. We're just gonna jump in with Thor. Then. We're gonna go to the big, one of the big ones. All right, that's yeah. fine. I'm fine with that. We can yeah. start big. Start big. So, uh, for those who don't know, SDCC is San Diego Comic Con, which is the largest comic convention of the year, where all the really big stuff is announced and shown, and some smaller stuff, and some smaller stuff. Yeah, everybody but, brings their A game to Comic Con. I mean, I hope so. You better if you get to go and you don't bring your A game, then make room for somebody else. Absolutely. You know, um, but uh, Hall H is where all the magic happens. It's where all the, the big shots get to have their panels and show off their trailers. And we had a ton of stuff that uh, was, yeah, was every shown day. off every freaking so day. Much stuff. So, yeah, let's talk Thor. Let's talk Thor Ragnarok. All right. So this was a really fun trailer. It started off as if Thor was just having, like, bad day, you know, like... Like, he missed the bus for school kind of thing. He just starts narrating. He's like, I lost my hammer. That just happened. You and I fought. Did I win? No, I won. Easily. Yeah. That doesn't sound right. (laughs) I mean, we can talk about that for a second. I mean, Hulk talks. Yeah. Well, that wasn't Hulk at that point. Yeah, Bruce Banner. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I love that Bruce Banner is on this, like, war world wearing... A yeah. <laughs> well, what's well, when, if you did you guys actually watch the pa- any of the panels? No. no so no. in the panel they said that uh, at this point if Hulk has been Hulk for two years or something like that, he hasn't gone back. He refuses to change back to Banner. Obviously, he does because they showed it in the trailer. But yes. yeah, so you know the fact that he talks is not surprising. They said he has the vocabulary of a three year old or something like that, which seemed like it might have been a little bit of a stretch. Some right. of the words he was using even in the trailer, but. Uh, yeah, so that's cool. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Kind of lets us know what he's been up to since that, he left. That trailer, I mean, that may be, I may be anticipating that movie more than I'm anticipating Justice League. It just looks really good. It looks like a lot of fun. Makes me think that Marvel's going to knock it out of the park for a third time this year. That it, a Thor movie might be the best superhero movie of the year. Wonder Woman Definitely the best Marvel good. movie. I mean, it's Logan got a good chance great, for that. But it definitely seems like the most fun movie of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I mean, Logan obviously is not a fun movie. Oh, no. Uh, no spoilers or anything for those who haven't seen it, but it is not fun. It is great, but it is not fun. This movie looks like a ton of fun. Schindler's List is great. <laughs> but it's yeah. not, not fun. fun. No. 
Um, but I, that's the my big takeaway from the Ragnarok trailer is that this is a fun movie. Yes. It's bright. It's jovial and. Um, but Ragnarok is still the Nordic apocalypse, so we're still going to see some really heavy battle going on here. We're still going to see some intense fighting and. You know, Hela and Scourge are going to put up some pretty incredible fights. So, I mean, yeah, bad stuff's yeah. going to happen in the movie, obviously, right? right. There's going to be tension and things like that. But I like the idea that you know Thor is kind of keeping his sense of humor about it, and there's some there's some sarcasm in there. I mean, that conversation where Thor and Hulk are talking to each other on that bench or whatever, you know, that that's kind of a sarcastic conversation, but it's still funny. Yeah. Well. They've been building towards Thor being funny this whole year. They released Daryl or Darren. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the little, yeah his shorts. roommate. Yeah. Well, that's Taiko Watiti uh, doing his thing. He's right. he. I I loved what, what we do in the shadows, and I think he balances emotions well as a director. And his dialogue is clever, mm-hmm. um, which I mean, he didn't write the movie as far as I know, but I, but the way he directs it and. You know, that makes a big difference. But Carl Urban in this trailer um, was channeling Gary Oldman for me. Like, he was basically unrecognizable. I I mean, I didn't even pick up that it was him until the second or third viewing. See, I, I think it's only because so I, I, I really like the Riddick movies. And he his character physically looks a little bit like his one from the Chronicles of Riddick. Obviously, the character itself is very different. So I'm not trying to draw that conclusion. But... Visually, I was like, "Oh, hey, it's it's that guy." Well, you know, so they, they added him in because for the longest time, Scourge and Enchantress were rumored to be the villains in the second movie, and that was before Marvel felt comfortable having a female villain for some reason. So they just passed on both and did a really poor interpretation of Malekith. So you know, they at least they brought in. One of those characters here, Scourge and Enchantress, are a lot of fun. Clearly, we're not going to see Enchantress, but we get some really neat um, scenes with Scourge. Yeah, I mean, from what I've seen, I'm excited about it. Do you guys? Is it jarring for you guys at all seeing Thor? How different Thor is in this movie than it is the other movies? No, his character isn't the same character. No, That's, that kind of bothers me a little bit. I get over it really quick watching the trailers because I just enjoy what's in the trailers, but he's just not even close to the same Thor. Well, I, I feel like we're going to see... I, I feel like this movie is going to show him go through a bit more of the traditional hero's journey where the first two didn't show that quite as well, I think, because the character we see at the beginning of the movie, I feel like will be a very different character from the one we get post-Gladiator fight with Hulk. He's also been on Earth more at this point, and well, I feel like he's different. I mean, he wasn't on Earth during Civil War, but so it's been a was, while. Huh? Ah, he was on Earth in between the first Avengers and the second. That's still... It was Jane three, Foster. Yeah, that's, yeah, no, that's no. three years. Yeah. Wait, was he on Earth the entire time? No, back and forth. Okay. So, like, I mean... Goodbye, Frost's... No, no, it wasn't broken. In any case, I still think it's a little jarring that, like, he's just magically now has this, like, sense of humor, and he's poking jabs at people, even though his guardians aren't really doing that, and that's where he grew up and spent the majority of his life. You know, yeah, I guess I just weird. feel like maybe he's he's been through a little too much at this point, and his personality just has to, to change with that. How do you guys feel about the Warriors 3 and Sif just completely not being in the film? Yeah, it's a little weird, because I really like Sif and the Warriors. Are they legitimately not in the movie, or are they just oh, not? They haven't shown them in the trailer. So, but... Jamie Alexander is signed on for the film. Okay. I bet you anything they fight it in, like, the first ten minutes or something. Yeah, I mean, those are characters that they can kill off, and it will have a little impact, but people... It'll you know, affect the Thor world, but nothing else. Right. And the audience will know who they are, probably, because they've seen the uh, other the Thor movies. But right, right. But they're not so attached that it's like it's right. gonna ruin the movie for them. Well, I feel like some of that's on purpose. They don't want. I mean, there's a lot of Marvel movies at this point, and I think they don't want people to feel like they had to have seen the first two Thors to go see this one. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, based on the trailer, you don't need to know anything right. about Thor, and you don't even really know anything about Hulk either. You just. He's no, but like the, he's a guy from work. It's like I mean, I guess if you watch the Avengers and stuff, you know. But yeah, yeah I mean, like if you're gonna go see Thor Ragnarok and you don't get that Thor and Hulk have at some point worked together, then is this that must be like the first superhero movie you've ever seen, yeah, kind probably. of thing. Well, so the first franchise that they have where they've had a different director for each film. Really, all the others have had 
Well, I mean, Iron Man had two directors throughout three three films. Cap, two directors, or I guess I'm counting the Russo brothers as one director in this. Well, case. right, yeah, yeah. So all the other ones, all the other trilogies have. That's interesting. I didn't yeah. notice that. Well, the second director is pretty forgettable. Whoever did Dark World just tried to channel Kenneth Branagh from the first one and didn't do it very well, in my opinion. That's why he's not back. Yeah. But yeah, Marvel's really kind of pushed the whole, let's give the movie to filmmakers that have their own distinct style and let them kind of do their thing, which I think they realized after Edgar Wright had that whole thing that they were like, well, maybe we need to like dial back a little bit and let them kind of do their own thing. And I agree. Yeah. Ant-Man was still great. Don't get me wrong, but you, you have to sit and wonder what it would have been like had Edgar Wright done it. You could see sure. the carryover. You could see the stuff that he, well, the also, influence he had on it. The meltdown of Joss Whedon was so public and he was so open about what happened between him and Marvel that it makes sense Maybe they don't want to put that kind of pressure on their directors anymore. You want to keep talent around, you can't berate them and just put them so far under your thumb that they quit on you. Well, and again, it's if you're hiring a director who's known for a particular style, you have to have some expectation that your movie's going to fit that style, right? I mean, yeah. if you hire Tim Burton to do a movie, there are certain things that that movie is going to have and look like yeah. because it's Tim Burton. Yeah. Right? Um, so with Edgar Wright, he has a particular style with the way he cuts his scenes and the way that the pace is, is edited together. That is unique. Yeah. It is unique to Edgar Wright. Um, he, I find it hard to believe that, that Marvel or Disney hired these people not knowing that they had those styles. Uh, I think they wanted the name recognition and not the not the actual style Probably. from those directors. And that's not going to work for most of these guys. No. Well, but I, they're I, starting to give that freedom now, right? Yeah. And that's a good decision. I mean, they're they're learning, and that's important, right? So, um, so are you guys? I haven't really seen it talked about much on the internet, but it, one one more point in the trailer, um, Hella says, "I am the goddess of death," or something like that. Yeah. Does does that confirm for you pretty much that Thanos is going to be trying to win her over instead of the actual character of death? I think that's a smart move to do that. Death is a cool character in the comics, but she's small. She's only connected to Thanos. It's really nothing else. So, you know, just making some of these characters take on different roles is a smart thing to do so that the Infinity War film and its sequel does not have such a crowded, you know, palette of characters. Well, yeah, it saves them having to introduce right. a, a character that they're all of a sudden supposed to care about. You know, that's what I was going to say. They have a whole yeah. movie of development. It gives Infinity War one less thing to do. Yeah. And they have a lot already that they need to right. accomplish. So I'm fine with that. I totally understand anybody who's upset that they're conflating characters. I get that. But when they have so many characters to handle at this point uh, in, the, in Infinity War, that every one that you can eliminate is probably a huge, you know, kind of relief. Yeah, so. they don't have to develop Hela through, you know, a whole movie. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and like Ray was saying, this gives her gives her character an opportunity to, you know... Not make, die at the end of the movie? Well, yeah, A, not die at the end of the movie, and B, already kind of make her mark. So in Infinity War, we know who she is, we know why she's important, and we have some reason to care. We know what she's capable of already, right? We, we kind of know about her power set and things like that, versus just... Here's random character number 82 to show up in this movie and die, right? Or yeah. something like that. This allows them to avoid that. And we've, that's one of the complaints we've had about a lot of the Marvel movies is that they have a villain who shows up and dies in the same movie. Yeah. Right? And so. And then the villains are the exact copies of the heroes. Most of the time, yeah. But a lot of the superhero stuff, it's not just Marvel that's doing that. But yeah, that is a big complaint just all around in the superhero genre right now. So, since we're already on the subject of Marvel, Infinity War had a trailer. It leaked. Right now, the only thing... Did you guys watch it? No. I did not mm. watch Shaky Cam. I did. You did? I not only did it. I watch both different Shaky Cams from the two different angles, <laughs> somebody actually on Reddit took the two oh, no. and put them so like they oh, fit together no. so you can have kind of a full screen. That's, I watched that, too. That's a bit too much. That's, nope. that's too much. That was just enough. Watch. I'm going to wait for the... HD version that'll probably be out like next week. No, it will not be because it spoils the end of Thor Ragnarok pretty much. Oh, it does? I'm pretty sure the very beginning spoiled the end of Thor Ragnarok. Marvel's made it pretty clear that the version of the trailer they showed at SDCC is not going to delay a day anytime soon. So, 
we may what we end up seeing may be completely different, and Ryan will be able to confirm that with us. But way back in the day, I saw a not so legitimate version of Star Wars Episode Two, and the quality was so poor that I kicked myself for seeing it that way instead of just waiting and seeing the real deal. That's and then you were of, disappointed at the real deal too. So it was better than Phantom Menace. Uh, but <laughs> my my point here though is that I want to like this trailer. I want to be excited for it because I'm very anxious about Infinity so, War. Let's just talk about the stuff that was revealed to the public. The the Infinity War poster, the children of Thanos. Well, there's been a lot of like descriptions of the trailer Absolutely. too, so that's pretty public knowledge. Right. So Did you guys read any of those? No, nope, I'm waiting. Okay, so I guess we don't get to discuss so that. So we can talk about the poster. Great. I mean, we can talk. There's some. There's a lot of stuff we can talk about here, though. I mean, one thing that they confirmed actually today is that Captain Marvel is not in the movie. Yeah, just like uh, Khan wasn't in uh, Into Darkness. But I mean, le- legitimately, now you Captain think, you Marvel is probably going to be at the hang, end. Do you really think Marvel is going to make that mistake? Because that was not a good decision by Paramount. So I'm thinking that they'll probably put her as a stinger on the after credits. Post credits, yeah. Well, but that still means she's not in the movie, so I that's mean, still accurate. The movie has a certain amount of runtime, and if it's in that runtime, she's in the movie. But yeah, she might not play a. I role don't want to play semantics. Movie. My point is, she's not in the actual. She doesn't play story. a role in the storyline. Yes, sure. that's yeah. what that's what I think they're trying to say. If she's in a post credit scene. She's in a post credit scene. She probably will be. I can't imagine fine. I'm not doing that. <laughs> but yeah, fine. I'm fine with that. I don't. I thought that was a stupid way to introduce her character to the MCU. You already have sixty characters or whatever why would you try and give a character that deserves so much more a tiny amount of screen time to introduce there are so many pros and cons to that like i just wish we would have had captain marvel by now anyway i i feel like out of 16 17 movies there's a place for another woman (laughs) well i I feel like having her show up as long as you're teasing her in, in marketing material, you're showing her on posters, you're showing her action figure, people will know who she is. Yeah, the movie so, doesn't come out until 2019, and she was cast in 2016. Yeah. Like, that that seems like you're going to use her sooner. Well, right. Doesn't it? But my, my point is more of just, if, she, if you just introduce her in Infinity War, that makes more sense why her standalone is a prequel then. Because her prequel takes place in the 90s, and if you're not introducing her in Infinity War, then why are you doing a period piece? Because so they want to. The 90s period. It was thirty years ago, so I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to argue over what a period, like what when a period piece can start. But my point is, though, is that you're not doing something within the, the normal MCU timeline, correct? Right. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two took place, you know, a little bit in the past because it was only two months after the first film. But we're not talking thirty years, twenty five years yeah. of a difference. Um, I feel like that's a weird decision, if she, especially if she's not in Infinity War. Because if she's in Infinity War and she's already this established character in there, like people, like the Guardians know who she is or somebody, you know, or Nick Fury knows who she is, fine. Then now you can go back and tell her story. But she's not in that, then just have her origin take place now. Yeah. I'm fine with that. No thoughts, Ryan? I don't really care. (laughs) I mean, I I think she deserves more than being one of 60 characters in a movie and not getting a proper introduction. Every other character has gotten a proper introduction. Uh, Black Panther showed up in Civil War. I mean, yeah, but he, that movie didn't have sixty characters. Not sixty characters. So he's, but he, he had enough of development and time for development in that movie. Okay, and so Spider Man gets a pass because we already know Spider Man. We had seen six, six Spider Man movies okay. before that. That, that Marvel has I'm, never had. I'm a willing movie. to agree with that. I'm, that's that's fair. The fact that it's in the '90s, I think, is cool because obviously we were all alive in the '90s, and a lot of period pieces we don't get to say we were alive for well, that. Sure. You know, so that's neat. I mean, I don't know. I'm fine with it. I don't know that it makes any more sense or doesn't make sense, but I'm good with it. It's whatever. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Let's let's continue on then. So we have the poster. Yeah. It's really like a three part poster. Well, Is Cap Nomad now? I got. He's got. I mean, he's a, got a beard. He has a beard, and he <laughs> like ripped all the stars and Avengers logos and everything off of his suit. You can see it in the in the yeah. poster he and just, in the trailer. He's not wearing a new suit. No, it looks a lot like his Civil War suit, except uh, with. I've, all the, 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 right. the, the tailor is like blue t-shirt day or something. No, it's like definitely that. a cap suit, but it looks like it's either dark blue or black and has none. You can actually see in the poster where it looks like things have been ripped off of it. So Black Widow's blonde, that's weird. She's gray. She's gray. It's gray. They yeah, keep calling it blonde hair. though. People keep saying blonde, but it's clearly gray. It's some colorblind. I just have to take a little uh, for it. So <laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's the blonde 
Black Widow from I comic books. I, th- I don't know much about Black Widow, but I know there, probably, there was a gray one that had gray hair at some point, I think. I don't know. And she's gray in the poster, at least as far as I can tell. I do love I the idea wrong, but... that, like, all, all a woman has to do is change her hair color and she's being covert. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because in Winter Soldier, she had to wear a hoodie and sunglasses that's and make true, out with Captain did. America. That's true, that's true. And it's not, that's, it's not a rough, that's not a trope that Marvel's making up. Right. Like, it's been in, in movies forever. But yeah. I always just thought that that was fine. So give the guy a beard if he didn't have a beard before, and then change the woman's hair color, and now they're undercover. And I, just, I love that. <laughs> I don't think Cap is really trying to be that undercover. Like, he's just... Yeah. He, he's still wearing an obvious like military suit. It's, it's just, trying it's just to hard undercover. to get razors when you're on the run. No, he just maybe. I mean, he's not like trying to represent <laughs> America and like the peak of whatever. Oh, I so you're saying stuff. I can't represent America, right? Exactly. Shave. That's All what right. I'm saying. I'm just, just checking. Uh, well, Thanos very powerful in this one. Obviously, I'm not going to spoil the trailer, but he does some crazy things, and he only has two of the Infinity Stones in the trailer, so that's pretty exciting. Oh wow, he got two of them. Good for him. Only took Finally seventeen got movies. Out yeah, he, he is off the toilet. I can confirm, <laughs> he and he does around? walk. He doesn't like float above the ground like Doctor Manhattan or anything. You heard it here, folks. Thanos walks. Yes, his legs do function. Breaking news. Uh, no, that's great. So seventeen movies, two stones. Yeah. He's he's really there, there's six stones, right? right? So we've got like sixty more movies, and then he'll have them all. He'll have them all by well, the end of the first five movie. Five of them confirmed, and. The sixth is probably the. I mean, you're talking about the orange stone or whatever the the one. Whatever the soul one is. The one that was in Heimdall's thing is that what we're talking about? Where there's a rumor that the orange stone in in Heimdall's uh, like. That's the soul stone. That's what people are saying because he can. He says in the Thor movie he can see the souls or something like that. Uh, Oh, you're right. And then when you see him in that that is how he uh, Ragnarok trailer, he doesn't have any of that, and his eyes are like all white and like weird. Um, And then when you see Hela. Uh, Bishop from X-Men, Days of Future He kind of does. A little bit. Which I'm yeah. okay with. He actually, like, when you see Hela, like, make her horns grow out or whatever that happens, she, like, it's orange, so I feel like she takes the stone from him, and that's, so I, I think that's that all okay. ties yeah, in. Um, yeah. But. That's that's a really interesting note. I, I, I never would have thought about that phrasing. But. I read a lot of internet. Okay, so you've got, so Vision has the mind gem, then? Yeah. In his forehead? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Soon Loki to be removed. Space Jam. Yeah, Space I was like, the, the time? No. No, that's that's Doctor Strange. Yes. Yeah. And then I was like, the location one? The, one that the GPS gem? <laughs> right, he has a GPS gem. <laughs> that one's at Google Headquarters. They're going to have to break into Google and Headquarters. And then the collector has the ether. Right, right. Which is... Out there in the ether, man. Well, I forget what the ether one. Well, anyway. That's power, isn't it? No, that's... The purple one that uh, oh, yeah. Novacore has. It doesn't matter. But after, yeah, after the dance, I'm battle. sure at the end of the, I'm sure at the end of the movie, he will have all the stones, and the world will look like it's, it's not going to be a happy ending. I don't think. No. We'll see. I guess. Okay. But I am excited to see Cap with a beard, and I'm hoping that that's his nomad suit, and he has this cool looking, like just kind of old, like you know, things ripped off. I hope that he keeps that suit. That's really cool. But then, who's going to be Captain America? Because there's always going to be a Captain America, right? They... Falcon or Bucky? I said Bucky. a while ago that it was going to be Bucky, but... That makes... Uh, here's the thing. Like, comics aside for sense. a minute. Yeah, in the MCU, Falcon it makes, makes way more no sense, sense for it to be Bucky. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy that has caused problems for the team in two movies and is... Now he had, wants to rectify it. Has, has, had to be put in cryostasis just because he was that big of a threat. Yes. And you're going to make him Captain America? Yeah, because he wants to rectify all the the things and and avenge his friend. Me, meanwhile, Falcon's been the good soldier for yeah. years. No, I don't disagree. <laughs> I mean, there's reasons on both sides. You're, you're definitely right. I would probably agree with Falcon, but that's how they're going to try and justify it if they go to Bucky. So here's a question then. So you're telling me that Bucky was basically on ice for like one movie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, just checking. Seems like a lot of work for, for nothing, so... Two movies, three, you know. What do you mean? Well, I mean, he, he wants to sleep in Civil War. Yeah. And then we've had... Well, Gar- Guardians takes place in the past, so that one doesn't count in the title. Spider-Man. Spider-Man does count. And Thor, Thor and then Black so, Panther happens in February. And he gets so. out in Black Panther, I bet that's mm-hmm. how they do it. Yeah. Because he is in Wakanda. Yeah. Because that's where they kept him. So you have to give him his new happens. arm, his vibranium arm, right? Yeah. So is that... Okay, so maybe that's what happens. They break... He I gets, really hope... That Black Panther slaps him with it first. That would be great. 
right. So, what do you guys think of the Ant-Man and Wasp poster? Great Fine. poster. Yeah. I love that poster. I disagree. I'm so tired of the Marvel disembodied heads. Like, I really just wanted to see Ant-Man and Wasp, and that would have been fine for me. Like, I already know who's in the film. Evangeline Lilly and uh, Michael Douglas and Paul Rudd and Michael Pena and everybody else. You know, whatever. Yeah. But I, like, Spider-Man had a really cool poster, him just laying there on... That was one of the posters. That was really cool, though. The disembodied head thing, I can do without. Well, but we're going to get more posters. Like, you know, Spider-Man had, I think, like, three or four official posters. You know, that's how movies are kind of doing it these days. You have your first poster that kind of shows everybody, like Spider-Man did. Right? You had the one with, you know, Iron Man's flying on it. And the one that they made fun of and changed all the faces. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, they had that one, that right? That thing was pretty awful. <laughs> like, we made fun of that. But that's the mandatory, here's everybody we paid a lot of money to be in the movie. <laughs> right? So that way, you know, that's that's, that's why everyone yeah, can right. go to the theater and be like, oh, that's so-and-so. I want to go see that now. Lily's face on that poster it looks like... Damn, I'm only getting paid half of what these guys are. <laughs> well, that's, you know. I wish I could make Baskin-Robbins money. I'm sure they will have another Ant-Man and the Wasp poster that will be totally different. Yeah. You know? The Wasp um, costume looks awesome, and I'm yeah. really excited to see Michelle Pfeiffer be Janet Van Dyne. Yeah. cool. Yeah, it was alright. I mean, that wasn't anything I was super excited about, but the first posters are usually kind of rough, although the Infinity War posters all look really great. The artists did a really good job with those. But that's not the first poster. The first po- poster was the one with the, the, the gauntlet and every, all the stuff scattered oh, yeah. around Which was pretty cool, too. Which was also yeah. very, very good. I didn't mean that in a negative way, but we've already had two different Infinity War posters, so... The funny thing is, that Infinity War poster came out on Thursday, and the spread out one came out on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> So they, they waited four days. <laughs> well, I mean, it's SDCC, and I, I get it. This movie is a, a really big deal. They've been working towards this film for, you know, a decade. And right. a lot is banking on it. This is a big, big deal. I don't. Everything aside, good movies, bad movies, this will be difficult to pull off from a technical perspective. So many characters, so, many, so much CGI, so many plot threads coming together. It's going to be difficult, and they know that, and they need to get butts in the seats. This movie has to make a lot of money. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have no doubt it's going to be a billion, right? But it probably needs to be more like one and a half, close to two, for it to be considered a financial success, I would imagine. So let's move on, because we've been talking about All right, yeah, we're halfway through the podcast. So what do you guys think about Ready Player One? I'm so disinterested. Never read the book, book, so it's hard for me to say. But, I mean, that trailer was cool. There were so many references. Iron Giant was cool. Iron Giant, the DeLorean. But if you take the references out, if you take out the references to other movies we love for a minute, this this is a kid who lives in, like, stacked boxes. This is Tron Legacy. That look like, you know, they're from, like, the 80s, of course. But it's a society that's super advanced and has this incredible virtual reality environment. It just seems very in contrast with itself, and the it's trailer had no substance. It's that like, our entertainment technology moves forward, but our medical and housing technology does not. It just halts, so... Well, because everybody spends time in the game. All right. Yeah. But the trailer... The, what did the trailer tell you about the movie? That there's a lot of pop culture references. That Steven exactly. Spielberg paid a lot of money for this. Well, he did. And what's interesting is he also came out and said, for those of you who have read the book... This isn't the book. This is his interpretation of that universe. I hate when directors do that crap. That is how we got Planet of the Apes with Marky Mark. Tim Burton's, yeah. Well, so you're going to have characters that are characters from the book and plot threads that are that are from the book. And for those of you who have read it, you will have seen some of that in the trailer. Um, but it's not the book. Well, the race, the car race, which was like 70% of the trailer, is not even in the book, as yeah. far as I know. I mean, it's... And then, for people who haven't read the book, that little, like, diamond key at the end, it means nothing. I don't have any idea <laughs> yeah, what that means. That's from the book. Uh, that's what I that's what I just said. If so, you haven't read the book, you don't know. It's, you know. Yeah, that that actually is from the book. Um, but My favorite part of the trailer was the Willy Wonka theme song. That was... Yeah, that was a good that choice. That was so good. Yes. It actually took me a minute yeah. to figure that it out. Cool. But, yeah. Uh, and the references look I mean the Iron Giant is one of my personal favorite movies sorry about that uh, one of my favorite films and so to see that in beautiful glorious HD CGI because it's you know it's a hand drawn cartoon 
was really cool. And this, any time I can see a DeLorean on screen is a, well, is a good Well, Deadpool was in there right behind yeah. the Iron Giant, yeah. and then yeah. there's a scene with Deathstroke and Harley walking down. Uh, there's a ton of stuff yeah. in there. And my worry is that that's really what it's going to be, is it's going to be 80% just references to things we like, and then a kid who does something inside of virtual reality. Well, I mean, that's all that we are, really. Walking references? Well, if they, references. if they... Or, or can do anything in this world as they stay and stay in the trailer. The limits your imagination. And they're driving around the DeLorean from Back to the Future too. Why are they not flying in it instead of driving on the street? You dumb dumbs! Come on, you can dumb, do anything. Dumb. Yeah, where you're going, you don't need roads. That's right. <laughs> All right. So, how did you guys feel about the new Kingsman trailer? Really good. Yeah. Really, yeah, really fine. good. Um, I love. I like that. I-, I understand what's happening a little bit more now. I didn't understand that the Statesman was the American version of the Kingsman. Right. I, I thought that was the character's name. I thought that was Channing Tatum. Yeah. So that was a nice explanation. I am so stoked. Oh, the laser lasso that cuts the person in half! Like, oh my god. You mean your skipping rope? <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. And Julianne Moore is the bad guy. Like, I wasn't sure who was the villain. I was like, I, I know they got a big name person to do it, but... I'm glad it's not Jeff Bridges. I yeah, like, I, I like Well, it. we don't know. Well, I right, think yeah. Um, the only negative, the only criticism I have at all is that uh, the the main woman from the first one, they killed I'm drawing Roxy. a blank. They on totally her, killed her off Roxy. But yeah, like she's like not in. She's she's barely in the first trailer, and she's not in this one at all. Yeah. So either she, her role is really inco- inconsequential, or she dies really early. Yeah. I really like the idea of the statesman, and that each country kind of has their own version of the Kingsman. Um, and I think that. As fitting as it is for Americans, it's kind of like borderline offensive. No, it's not. <laughs> like all we are is lasso using six shooting right. wear and like American flag parachuting guys. Like you know, come on. Tell me that that's incorrect. It's a stereotype of what's correct. Exactly, and it's only fair that we get our own stereotypes. We, we love using stereotypes of other people. I'm not saying it's not so, fair. I'm saying that it's borderline, like... Nah, I'm I, I understand, because the James Bond stereotype is way cooler Yeah, it's like, you can get any woman, and like you can use guns and cool suits right. and stuff, whereas we, all we do is wear like leathers. But think and, about it. If an American secret agent and a British secret agent... Did meet face to face in the field. Which one's going to appear like the more sophisticated gentleman? It's going to be the British guy, right? And we're just a little jealous of yeah, that over it. That's, that's all it is. Calm I'm, down, I'm fine, Derek. I'm but it does make it kind of gives me almost the Hunger Games effect. Where now I want to see all the other, yeah, the yeah. Other or the Harry Potter, Potter effect we've seen, or the Harry Potter yeah. effect. Yeah, like I want to know like what's it like in Give Japan. Me the rest of the world. That'd be cool. Like I want to see Japan. I want to know what like Japan's group is like because like. That could be really neat. They could be like super high tech, or you know, maybe some specific but martial arts use, or something like, like that. Yeah, they mix old weapons with new ones. And, right, yeah. it could be really, really cool. So maybe if this is successful and does well, then we'll get to see something else. I'd be good at that. There's some yeah. cool stuff. None of us did. have read the comics, I don't think. So maybe they explore that more in the comics. But I'm not sure. I picked up the the the, uh, the Kingsman comic before the first movie came out, and I just I never got around to reading it. So, it's okay. but stoked. I'm can't wait. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. It's kind of weird that uh, that we got one character back that was pretty much wiped out in the first movie, but and, and, and they now did, he has an eye patch. They did confirm that he's not an evil twin. They okay. confirmed that. Well, so. yeah, it's because he has an eye patch. He could still be evil. <laughs> well, he could still have an eye patch and be an evil twin. I mean... That yeah, used to be weird. the soap opera stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> right. you you to, if you had an eye patch, you were the bad Really, guy. everybody yeah. was sleeping. It could still be that in this movie. It's true. Mean. Oh my god, that'd be so funny. I'd love it if they embraced that. Like went the old trope yeah. route with that and made it... Yeah. Alright, so let's talk some Netflix, because they dropped some trailers. Stranger Things Season 2. That looks so good. Was, I think, definitely my favorite trailer... Vincent that wasn't Price's the superhero monologue. stuff. Yes, thank you. That was that was so good so from good. Thriller. Oh. Oh. And you know they paid the rights for all of Thriller and only to use the Vincent Price. Yeah. I mean, they use a little bit of the rest, but yeah. worth it. Vincent totally, Price, totally worth a sucker it. for that. Yeah, so, and fits in the time period. Yeah. So yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Um, and that one shoehorns in a few references as well. You know, they got the Ghostbusters stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I but dress up as Ghostbusters in the eighties for Halloween. That makes sense it, to me. That's the thing. It works. Yeah, but the trap. It's like, that looks so fake when the right. trap was shaking around. It come on, guys. Plus, on that movie nose. didn't come out until 89, so come on. Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. 
It was a little on the nose. They to don't be use honest. the trap. They use the trap. They do, but like, there's a scene in Ghostbusters two where the trap is like shaking around. Oh, yeah, the slime, and that right. seems like that's what they were going for. But okay, I mean, the trap does do that a little bit in the first movie, but yeah, it's just on the nose because it's a paranormal show, and they want to be paranormal investigators and. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Like, trust me, as a Ghostbusters fan, I I'm I'm a big fan of that. I did, I thought the trap thing was a little little the weird. The boys but... just look really adorable in the jumpsuit. Yeah, they did. I love them being in the arcade. They're playing the yes, classic arcade game, so... Dragon Dragon. Gosh, what's it called? Dragon Lance. Something like that. Something like that, yeah. I I remember playing a game similar to that. And I kind of watched this trailer with the Ready Ready Player One kind of back to back, and so I feel like. Stranger Things 2 was a good example of here's some pop culture references that happen to be inside of our story, whereas Ready Player One was, here's a ton of pop culture references and there might be a story in it. Well, yeah, (laughs) the trailer wasn't good, but you've read the book, so you know that Ready Player One is obviously, the book at least, is more than that. And it is is very much about pop culture Yeah, there's a lot of references, but uh, Stranger Things 2, the trailer was just so much stronger. Yeah, and getting me interested in what's going to happen in this season. You get a, a little bit better look at what that giant creature is, and uh, you know they, they tease Eleven's return, which which I mean I don't think any of us was surprised. And now Will but... can like just randomly go to the upside down, just standing yeah, there. Just, like, though it didn't it didn't thing. seem like it was on purpose though. No, well he can't control it, but yeah, he does yeah. just kind of randomly go there, which is interesting. Which is why like you know there were some uh, references in the first season about you know, one of the characters being the Lando and I was saying that I think it might be Will in season 2 so we'll kind of have to see what happens there but it seems involuntary so I could be off base so in the first season um, the first episode of the D&D game pretty much told the story and set up the whole thing because everything that happened in that game happened to them in, yeah, in, from the fireball to like the final Will battle die. to Will die. yeah all yeah. these things so I'm wondering if that arcade game that they're playing is actually setting up basically the entire season. It's we'll a great have point. To pay attention. Yeah. yeah, that's a really. good If it point. happens in the first episode, it's likely that yeah. I, I guarantee you that's got to be the first episode. I think it would be cool. We'll have to take notes and then compare. Yeah, one thing I'd like to see Netflix do with these shows is maybe like right before the next season comes out, put together like a 45 to 60 minute recap of the season before. I think would be really cool because I'd like to rewatch season one, but I don't have eight hours to dedicate to it again. Yeah, you know, because I don't, I don't need all eight hours. But there are a few things like you know that I'm probably gonna forget happened. So it'd be an, it'd be nice to have a primer. Yeah. So how do you guys feel about the Marvel Defenders trailer with Sigourney Weaver and the return of Elektra just being announced? And- it's not. It's not all only that. They also uh, had the first four episodes. The they, that could be reviewed now. There's a term for that. I can't remember. Embargo. Yeah. yeah embargo right, is yeah. up on the first four episodes, so people have started releasing reviews of that. Yeah, so. I'm gonna steer clear of those, but it comes out in two weeks, yeah. so we'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, I can kind of like line that up and not spoil anything. They said that the, that it's very much similar to the other Marvel series where it takes forever for them to actually kind of come Get together. together, and they Makes said sense. that it's. It's much worse before they get together, and once they get together, it starts picking up. But that's not still several episodes in. That's too bad because they only have eight. Yeah, yeah. It's a short season compared to the others. Um, I actually thought the trailer was not so strong. It was kind of choppy and a little bit disjointed. I like very much more like Iron Fist trailer than than Daredevil trailer. I really liked uh, the one that they released a couple days earlier with Stanley narrating. Yes, that it wasn't even really was that, a trailer. That, no, that would just showed footage from all the yeah. other shows. I mean, but I felt like it was more coherent. Yes. Like, this one, like, okay, cool, yeah, we saw Sigourney Weaver, and yes, we see all the characters, and yes, we get to see them fight together for a second. Yes, Electra shows up, but it was just basically flashes of what they wanted us to be aware was going to happen. Well, you got to see some interactions so. between the characters, which was really great. You got to see um, Daredevil kind of, oh, is that shrimp? No, that's that's poor. That guy's got shrimp. You know? Yeah, <laughs> You're I weird, you know. <laughs> yeah, that, that stuff was great. The, all I the interactions between them was were really good. I like snarky the, Jessica Jones. And well, she's great. Drunken Jessica Jones. Yeah, that last scene when they're on the train or whatever, and she's she just chugs chugging it. that forty. I liked the scene with Luke girl. Cage and Daredevil, and they he, he's he's like, I'm really glad we came together, and Luke Cage is like. I'm not going to hug you. Yeah. And then Charlie Cox just gets that defeated look on his face. Love that. I, I, if they have that the whole season, I'll be good. I'm definitely looking forward to the show. I'm, I'm really excited for the show. I just One of the problems with uh, SDCC is so much gets released that 
it's really it becomes a little bit easier to see quality differences on these trailers. So like the Thor Ragnarok trailer, I just felt was so much more polished than yeah. the Defenders trailer. Was. Well, that movie comes out. Pre- well, I guess Defenders comes out really soon too. So yeah. Defenders comes out much earlier. Yeah, you know, Thor's not until November, and we've got uh, Defenders in a couple of weeks. So you know, it's more of just it was a polishing kind of thing. I felt like. The Defenders is isn't going to be the most expensive Netflix show that they've done, yeah. so I feel like they need to kind of give it that level of support that sure. it deserves, and I don't think the trailer got that. That's so they all. also announced that Iron Fist got a second season. They did, but yeah. while you know, as our friend Paco said, the crowd of dozens cheered. Yeah, <laughs> they are changing up the showrunner. Thank goodness Scott which, Buck is out. Yes. I think that's a smart move. I'm really excited to see what else is going to happen with it because we all know Iron Fist is a really cool character. It may not be all the showrunner from from the stuff I've read. Uh, the stuff it. from uh, the Defenders that just has Iron Fist by himself is not so good. So it might just be a really tough character to do in live action. I don't feel like it's that hard, but I'm not a director, so a showrunner. You know, it very much could be the actor. Ben Jones may not have been the perfect Iron. I don't know. I, I felt like the show was much, much better after, say, the first three episodes or four episodes. By the end of it, I really liked it. I think um, the middle is very solid. It might have the strongest middle compared to some of the others, but the ending was poor. They should have ended it one episode early. I didn't like the way it ended. Okay. They should have episode, they should have cut it down by like three episodes. Like all the well, all the Netflix series, we've pretty much said needs yeah. to be. Except I think Jessica Jones. But, but all the other the ones. Thing, though, that's not a unique thing to Iron Fist. So I don't think it's fair to, no, to that's call fair. that out. No, I would say that on all of them. Which is why, though, I also felt that with the Defenders, it was a good decision to shrink the episode uh, count. But then at the same time, now I'm a little concerned if they're still going at the same pace. Supposedly, they don't like really all come together until the fourth episode. You oh get to see gosh. like interactions between all of them. See if, but if, if a feature film, through. if a feature film can do it in two hours or two and a half hours, why why do they need four? Because they have eight. I mean, that's the thing is, like, a feature film has an hour and a half to do it, or two hours. This has eight hours, so they can stretch that stuff out a little bit more. I well, think they, that's but, the logic. Well, that's the thing. They can, but they shouldn't. No, <laughs> I don't disagree. Especially because now everybody's saying the best parts of the show are once they get together and seeing the interactions between And if there's characters. only a four-episode embargo, then it means that the best part of the show is at the end of your embargo. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's it's not uncommon to, to have embargo set up that way, because you don't you want... Buzz talking about your show, but you don't want spoilers. You know that's that's the biggest concern with stuff. They um, did say that they did a good job, like maintaining each character's like, color. You know how each character kind of has their own color scheme and everything. Yeah, they did a good job maintaining that feel for each character, despite being oh, yeah. all in the show in the same show. So that would like, be a big pile of skittles, right? Exactly. And I feel like that's a difficult thing for them to have to do. So I, I'm excited about that. Yeah, and it is odd for them to actually do that. I was very apprehensive that they were going to just have these color palettes for everybody but it works it really does and and now Iron Fist is green now instead of blue right and I like that I'm okay yeah it should have been green from the beginning yeah that's fair but Um, alright so let's move on so Bright is Will Smith's new yeah we can keep it short on this one we can't because we don't know a lot about it we can just kind of summarize what we all felt about it so yeah it's it's basically um it's, it's a fantasy film. Yeah, it's it's bad boys meets fantasy, but it certainly looks like it's a Netflix movie. Um, I love the story concept. I love being you know seeing Will Smith with a sword, but at the same time, there's some production quality stuff that makes me feel like their budget's a little tight. Uh, it's expensive. It's a ninety yeah. million dollar movie. It's not like they're using chump change here, but you know I'm sure probably twenty or thirty of that went to Will and. It's a lot of, of monsters and creatures with practical effects that are not cheap. We'll um, see how it plays out. It's yeah. going to be really cool. I think it's a bold move for Will Smith to do something on a streaming service only. So He's a pretty, I mean, he's a relatively big name. He is. Um, he's so, an actor. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, for him to come to a Netflix and do a Netflix original movie. Yeah. I feel like Adam Sandler funny. did it because theaters were tired of Adam Sandler. Well, also, he's kind of not an A-list. He, he was no, not, not anymore. An no. It's been a while. But it's for, really been since Jack He was taking Will. what he could get. But for Will, especially now with Suicide Squad, like, you know, he's he's still Will Smith. And, I mean, yeah, I'm a, I would imagine that they paid him 25 or 30 for this movie. I wouldn't yeah. be shocked because he was making that kind of money a long time ago. 
So unless there's some back end, maybe he gets a back end or something like that. Without getting too much into the budget and everything, I, I tend to agree with you. I think the concept is really intriguing, um, but there's some stuff. <laughs> yeah, and there's some acting issues, like not from Will Smith, but from other people. They let the word nuclear into the trailer, which doesn't bother some people, and I got a lot of hate for posting that on the trailer when Will Smith oh po- posted the. Tra- I made a comment. I had so many people telling me I'm a jerk and, a, and a, all much worse words for even pointing that yeah. out. Because obviously orcs aren't that educated, so they would use a word well, like that nuclear. That was kind of like why I let it go in my head was that, well... But the subtitles because... say nuclear. If it's a character development thing because the character oh, the is subtitle was wrong? The subtitle says says nuclear, and he says nuclear. So if that's a thing with character development, then the, then the deaf community is missing out on that bit of character development. Which... That's a fair point. That's a fair point. But when I pointed that right. out, I'm a jerk. Because, and fair, I'm a nitpicky sub- jerk. Subtitles are rarely, like, per- like really accurate because but usually... Netflix does their best to go through that. You know, Netflix does a pretty have, good job. Maybe that'll be fixed in the. But, thing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, the, right. the concept is intriguing. The the makeup looks good. Um, I'm not sure how seriously I'm going to be able to take people going. Well, you got to get that magic wand, you know. But but it's you know, we'll it's it's an interesting idea. I'm looking forward to it. All right, so let's move on to some TV stuff. Westworld, Walking Dead, they drop trailers. I don't watch either of those shows, so I can't really talk on those. Uh, Walking Dead is set in the future. Nope. No. No. It's not huh? set in the future. No. Walking Dead, uh, it, this is uh, the arc from the comic books called All Out War, I believe, where they're fighting Negan because that didn't wrap up last season. Um, so so much of that is going to be um, All Out War or whatever I believe it's called. Um, but they did at the very end of the trailer show a flash forward for Rick, um, which they do in the comic books also. This seems to be a much more extreme flash forward. He's like all white. Like white and gray hair and like huge gray beard so I feel like I think in the comic books it's only like five years this seems it's like it's ten plus right um, so that's interesting that they're going that route but uh, I'm not sure how much of the season that could very well be like the last episode of the season that they do that so yeah. who knows it's kind of like a reverse well it's not even a reverse arrow because they pretty much do all the, they just pick up like five years later in the comic books and then you try and figure out what happened to everybody in the meantime which is a good idea the show is on season eight yeah you know there's a it, we've seen a lot of stuff over and over again at this That's point true. so doing that will hopefully freshen up the show a little bit I'm hoping that happens early on three or four episodes in okay uh, Westworld I don't watch so I can't yeah, speak to that I, I intend to at some point um, we did get a new Star Trek trailer yes yeah. Which didn't feel at all like a Star Trek trailer to me, no. personally. That was a bad trailer. So I didn't like it either. I actually enjoyed the trailer, but it did not feel like a Star Trek trailer. No. I thought Maybe that's why I enjoyed it. I don't know. I, I felt like it was just kind of like with the Defenders trailer. I felt like it was super disjointed and really just a bunch it of, was disjointed, of shots that we were just meant to see yeah. and no real coherent reason. But the coolest thing about Star Trek Discovery at SDCC was the fact that they revealed... Sonequa Walls' character is yeah. Sarek's daughter, which means she is the... Well, no, she's not Sarek. So, okay, I want to clear this up for people. She's not Sarek's daughter. Sarek is Spock's father, okay? She is the daughter of Sarek's human wife that he kind of, like, adopts, like, as oh, his own. okay, so she's not Vulcan at all. She's not Vulcan at all. She's 100% human, and, uh, but she would be Spock's, um... Stepsister. Stepsister. Yeah, it's a stepsister at that you point. Know, if there's no kind of thing. Um, okay. Which, if people who are upset that Spock never mentioned that, don't forget that it took 25 years before Spock mentioned he had a half brother, and then later in uh, in TNG we found out he had another one. So really, like Spock just doesn't talk about his family, and when it's convenient, he has another sibling. So they've already done this twice. So for you to be mad about it like it's never happened before is just. A little disingenuous, so let's move on from that. The but, ship looked really cool. Like, I, I have to admit, that's awesome. probably my favorite ship from Star Trek, period. Like, I love the way that ship looks. It is, the Shinzao is beautiful. Is that what that ship that's, is? That's, that's the, the thing. That's yeah, the Shinzao. It's really cool. We don't know how long that ship will stick around. I don't because, care. Now that it's in the universe and, yeah. like, cool looking, so, I'm all about it. That's actually based on an existing design in the Star Trek universe. Um, beautiful ship design. I love it. I'm psyched that they're using it. Are you going to buy a big model uh, of it? I mean, I, those models get to be kind of expensive, so I don't have many of them. Um, but it's a great ship design. My concerns are that the Discovery is the one they had the original test flight footage of. They do show it in the trailer very, very briefly. It's the ship that jumps to warp when um, Cap- uh, when uh, uh, Isaacs, uh, Oscar Isaacs, is uh, talking about like a new way to travel. 
Jason Isaacs, not Oscar. Jason, Jason Isaacs is talking she's about. Isaacs. You're just like giving me weird looks. You're not helping me. So like, move, um, but he's talking about like a new way to travel or whatever. And they show a ship jumping the warp. That's the the discovery. So we don't know how long the Shinzao will be around or if there's some weird twist that's going to happen. But I love that yeah, ship. It's very cool. So cool. Beautiful ship. So I have to briefly mention Once Upon a Time only because. So we're done with Star Trek yes, already. We yeah. Are. We don't have a lot of time. Yeah. We're we talked trying. about Marvel for half an hour. And we're still missing one giant yeah. piece that we have to talk about. Sorry. So, Once Upon a Time might have figured out how to be a 50-year franchise. I'm not quite sure if they did it or not, but they had more than half of their main cast walk away, and the ABC still decided to renew it, which we were all very baffled by. So, they pointed out that there's authors that write these fairy tales and that there are different interpretations because these characters are so open source from Grimm's fairy tales. They, they can just recast the entire time and they just be new interpretations of these fairy tale stories. So, they might have figured out the like solution to be the Star Trekker Doctor Who kind of thing to last for that long. I'm not quite sure if they're going to, um, but this is going to be the first time in like four years that I watch the show live. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, Flash <laughs> and Arrow. Ryan got, and I don't watch. Got it, new so. trailers. Right. Um, they did, but. I don't want to spoil anything because Derek and Rachel haven't watched it, but basically... Okay. We're behind. They were very ambiguous because of the way the last season ended on both shows. You didn't really get any new information. You got some new footage, but it's like, hey, Deathstroke's going to be in this season. Okay, cool. He was in the last season. Know, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, I mean, it's fine. I, I, did they hire Manu Bennett? They did, actually. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's but, on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the shows. You guys will see it when you watch the endings of the shows. It ends in a way that it's pretty obvious what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, okay. In the beginning of the season, but they couldn't. Sh- like, there's characters they couldn't show because they're at their whether they were living or dying was up in the air at the end of the last season. So yeah, boring. Are they? Er, they've already confirmed that Arrow is done with flashbacks. No more flashbacks. Yeah, they're the do, well. They're flashbacks. Well, flashbacking other characters. Yeah. Right. There's no more island. Right, that's what I meant. Yeah, Diggle's flashback's probably going to be a thing, if he's still alive. You know, um, I'm, I don't want to confirm or deny I'm, which characters I'm are involved I'm going to bet money now that unless the show gets canceled by the end of this season, we're going to end up back at the island at some point. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's happening. <laughs> well, no, they, they did wrap up the island storyline, so I mean, I don't, I'm not sure what they could do. Unless the island doesn't exist anymore. Well, <laughs> they could be physically the back at the island. I mean, the show, the way the last season ended, the island is where everybody currently is. So, yeah, I mean, the island's going to be there because it started, it's going to start the se- season six. Uh, yeah. on so, the see, island. that's how they get you. We're not going to flash back to the island because we're on the yeah, island. Yeah, currently. <laughs> yeah, they're going to flash back for all the other characters, which is fine because there's some other characters haven't been fleshed out nearly as much. So, it's should. good. They'll be on the island and they can flash back to Star City. Yeah, and they can flash back to Diggle when he gets his lantern ring, his John Stewart lantern ring. Oh, um, yeah. You know, they can do all that. Yeah. I want to talk about that. It's a movie that's coming out. So we got a new trailer for Justice League. Yes. Uh, definitely the best trailer so far. So of two. Third. I thought it was a third. No, there was a sizzle reel. And then there was one trailer. Yeah, you're right. There's a sizzle reel. Sorry, I was counting that. Um, good trailer. Really, really good trailer. Much better than the one that was released for BBS at San Diego Comic-Con. I agree with that, yeah. Definitely. Uh, lots of good things about it. There's More uh, focus on Wonder Woman, which is probably on purpose. Her movie did really well. <laughs> Really well. Really well. But I have a feeling that even regardless of her of her film's success, she's the heart of the team, right? Batman's the money and, like, the logistics, but she's the heart. And they had a really fun panel. I did watch that yeah, one. Yeah, there's some know? good stuff in there. I mean, Chris Hardwick moderated all these, and I absolutely adore him. And He didn't moderate the Walking Dead panel, which was weird. He does the Talking yeah. Dead. So you would think that would be a he thing. He needed a break, and yeah, he's like, I, I do this one all the time. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't like these guys that much. I don't want to do one. I mean, yeah, if I'm going to skip one panel at SDCC, it's going to be the one that I normally host, yeah, right? True. So that makes sense. But 
Um, yeah, go ahead. Oh, Jason Momoa walks out on stage with the trident. Well, that was for the well, Aquaman panel. Yeah. Right. Well, for his three crowd. minutes of Aquaman panel. Yeah. yeah. He kind of ran through the crowd with it. Chris Hardwick took a selfie licking it. Yes. I believe that. Well, Chris Hardwick also said that it makes sense he's Aquaman because everybody was wet. Wet, yeah. And Jason Momoa's face was so great. Like, you can tell Jason Momoa truly doesn't believe he's attractive. And when people tell him that he is, he's like, oh, guys, you're just, aw. He had some fun moments, too. Uh, one kid came up and asked, you know, why Superman hasn't been in any of the trailers or anything. He goes, well, I don't know if your parents let you see the see Batman versus Superman or not, but uh, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> but then later when he was, they were doing signings, some kid was like really emotional about it, really oh, upset. God. And he pulled the kid close and goes, listen, 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 he's alive. It's going to be okay. <laughs> so like, I appreciate that. Like, it's really cute. And then that video of Gal uh, oh, comfort, wow. or comforting oh. a crying girl dressed as Wonder Woman. I mean, you're... I wouldn't be surprised if those were plants from the studio right. because I mean, how could that not go viral, I feel right? Like they are all their own characters. Like they hired actors who they just wanted their personalities to be these characters, as opposed to you know actors that could play these characters. I mean, we haven't actually talked about extent. the trailer at all. No, so no, no, let's there, do that. there are some really good, cool things about this trailer. I think that uh, a lot of the CGI looks stronger, which. You know, happens in movies these days. People get really upset early on, but they they improve that stuff. That's what they do last. Um, it was great, really seeing uh, Ezra Miller just standing around in the suit a lot, which was cool. Like it's the suit looks super awkward. Like, it, but I feel like it's supposed to. I'm yeah. hoping he gets another suit at the end. Bruce like looks him up like Tony Stark did for Spider Man at the end of the. I love the way the Grant Gustin. <laughs> I love Grant Gustin's leather suit, and I was yeah, really I like hoping for that. I don't understand. If you're Flash, why do you need armor? Like, well, I, I mean, I don't think it's I don't think it's armor in the traditional sense. I think he was trying to do like a tech thing, and like, so like there's this is all all these wires are circuitry and channel electricity. I don't think that it's traditional like protective armor plating. And like I mean, he it looked like at least in the that like he he already had the suit yeah. right, so he made it himself, and we don't really know what this. Well, in BBS, it was a different is. suit, but was it really all that different? I, I had a full helmet and like several yeah, the helmet like opens up and he's oh no, no not, not that one I meant like the scene where he captures Captain Cold that's Suicide yeah. Squad isn't it? oh that's Suicide Squad yeah. my bad sorry this Time is the same suit in that sorry yeah. uh, Suicide Squad um, so I just assumed like he made the suit himself and we don't really know what this Barry's background is based on this trailer Aquaman and Flash are going to be the standout characters I would agree with that probably I think Flash that that's was fair hilarious yeah he's he was great different Barry than what we see in uh, the Flash TV show, and I'm happy with that, but he's still funny. I thought he's it was great ready. when he was like, you guys are ready for battle, and I think that's really cool, but all I do is, like, push guys and run away. <laughs> Which was so, a great summary yeah. of what he does. Right. I mean, that's perfect for his character, and I think Ezra, that's a, that's a Flash, I can believe, Ezra Miller being, because I was yeah. kind of wondering how he was going to be as Flash, but yeah, I, I like that. I'm, I'm pumped for that. I love the scene on the roof with Commissioner Gordon where you he's know, like, they all just vanish they just through that. The fast guy is still there. Yeah. Right? <laughs> he's like, well, that's kind of rude. Yeah. And then he vanishes. Yeah. Uh, I like that, that a lot. The helmet looks really weird in that scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll, have to, we'll have to see how it actually works uh, on the big screen. But um, I do think that you know, there's there's a lot of little Easter eggs they're trying to throw in there, hints that they're trying to kind of make people talk about. The whole internet is up in arms about who Commissioner Gordon is talking to. That's Alfred. That's Alfred. Alfred is talking to at the end. Uh, Jeremy Irons, I know. Yeah, sorry. Um, is it Superman? Is it... I mean, it's pretty Green obvious Lantern? who it is. What Green Lantern makes the ground shake when they walk. I mean... I mean, Kilowog. Maybe. It's probably not... They're probably <laughs> not going to introduce Kilowog in a Justice League movie. It's... It's Superman. You can see like little red like flopping in the corner. As so. the internet has shown in several memes, it's obviously the T Rex from Jurassic Park. <laughs> Could be wearing a cape because the glass. I mean, that's the T Rex yeah, detector. That's true. So. But there was six <laughs> lines on the glass. There was six lines on that glass, Derek, which represents the six members of the Justice League. <laughs> right? And then the seventh would be who who Alfred is talking to, which is obviously Green Lantern, Derek. Yes, if for anybody so who's not aware, there was something posted uh, on Facebook in a group so that I'm in, and that some guy said yeah. that Zack Snyder is so innovative of a filmmaker that he counts the number of lines available in a, in no, a glass you know in a random scene. Edgar Wright does that. Yeah. Edgar Wright and appara- does that. Apparently, all of Reddit. But, right. yeah. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, the, the 
people think it's Green Lantern because uh, there's a little green tint in the glasses. But what Green Lantern has a red cape? Also, the text after that it says like unite them or whatever is kind yeah. of green tinted. The the only reason I would think it would be a lantern is because of the line of they that he said you'd come, and I don't know who and would Stephen know. Wolf says this place has no crypt, or your Kryptonian's dead, and there's, and there's no, no lantern. But Batman is the most world's greatest detective, and, and you know knew, there could have been cells on the spear that they killed Doomsday with that he analyzed and realized yeah. they had Kryptonian re- regeneration or whatever. I'm sure we'll figure it out. That's true. You know, November's not too far away, but so I you don't... think Bruce is just trying to kill time for <laughs> to try just hold everybody off until Superman can regenerate? Yes. Maybe that's it. I mean, that would be a plan if he knew it was happening, right? Yeah. We just have to delay long enough. And also, the it's very on the nose Zack Snyder type thing when he's like, "Let's just hope, yeah, that there's st- that there's still time." It's like, okay, we get it on the on his planet. The symbol S is for hope. We yeah. get that. Okay, way to be on the nose. It's not an S. It. I'm sure that was a Joss Whedon <laughs> thing. I'm sure because he fixed everything in the movie. So Zack Snyder already. Yeah. So much. Every character, Doctor Manhattan, everybody. Yeah. He always has a so Jesus just, just character. Just characters that have that set, kind of that power set of being able to kind of fly and be godlike. Yeah. So well, he, there's always a Jesus in all his movies. Yeah. Um, so there, there's a couple of other things in the trailer I like. I do think there's this one shot where it's uh, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, Flash, and Aquaman are looking towards the camera on like some steps. It's not what you think it is. And no, okay, no, Bye. it's the Superman memorial. They already said that. That's a shame. Yeah. That's disappointing. I mean, they may put the Wait, Hall of Justice there. Was, so the Hall of Justice. At the end of the movie? I thought that'd be Honestly, cool. that would have been great. It would have been very much like that scene in the the animated movie. Yes. Where they're all like, what are we calling ourselves? You know, and it's in front of like, isn't that in front of the Hall of Justice? I, I don't know. It reminded but me of I that But I thought scene. it would be cool. You know, they, they've already teased it in the, you know, the, the, the CW-verse, yeah. you know, with the crossover and everything like that. You know, so I just, you know. It would be would really be a cool, cool thing to, to throw in. Is, it, it would be make a lot more sense than trying to have the the um, watchtower. The watchtower. Yeah. yeah. The watchtower. I just don't feel like it's practical. Well, no, because the Justice League started out with the Hall of Justice, and they moved when it became compromised because apparently announcing where you live is a, is bad, a bad idea. idea. Iron Man three did not teach us that. Look, they got kind of cocky. Well, if you had a team of like eight, seven or eight gods, gods right? Yeah. You know, yeah, you get cocky. You yeah. want to break in and steal the TV? Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's not going to go well. Um, let's see. They did announce that the Flash movie will be Flashpoint, which, which a lot I of thought. people are going. Oh, that's how they're going to replace Affleck, and maybe they will. Who knows? I would be but shocked. If all that's... I'm excited for not is a. Replace uh... him with Jeffrey Dean Morgan, though. That's not no, no, going no. to be the full thing. He, but in Flashpoint. Well, he's going to, I mean, he's, when they first cast him in BVS as Thomas Wayne, he actually came out and said that he hopes that there's a Flashpoint someday so that he can play Batman because he would love that. I think yeah. it was on Twitter. And actually, there's a shot of him at the panel with Lauren Cohan, yeah. who was Maggie in The Walking Dead and yeah. also uh, Martha Wayne. Why did you say that name? Um, yes. Yeah. Um, but he's like whispering to her and he posted this picture on Instagram and said, uh, what are we talking about? Hashtag Flashpoint. Hashtag... So, I mean, oh, sure, that's not yeah. what he was talking about, but he's hinting pretty heavily that he wants yeah. to be a part of that. It sure seems like a waste to have cast him as Thomas Wayne and then not use him as yeah. Thomas Wayne. Gosh, he would be so he would be so good. You know, in the same movie universe. The fanboy in me gets very excited thinking about that. the comedian in a cow, right? Yeah, less jokey, but yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, if you don't want to see that, then Batman's just not for you. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but yeah, so that that's kind of cool. At the same time, it's a little, I don't know, it's a little disappointing that that's going to be Flash's first movie because you're you're bringing Batman into that. I don't think that I don't think that's. I mean, Spider Man's first movie in the MCU had Iron Man. I mean, the it's thing is, right? the, what what better intro story is him trying early on in his career trying to go back and save his mother, which is like the one thing that he really wants it to is do. Kind yeah, of that's a, a rookie move to, to go do back that. and change time. Yeah. I don't disagree with any of that stuff, but Spider-Man did have the advantage of, you know, five other movies. Yeah, well, Flash yeah. has the advantage of four seasons of a TV show at that's that true. point, so... Well, I mean... Where they've already done a Flashpoint. Yeah, a, a very well, poor rendition yeah, of it. Yeah, so Disappointing Flashpoint. I had such high... But I'm saying there, it's not like this is a Captain Marvel movie where the character's no. brand new and nobody knows who it is, you know, they It is the had, Flash, he's yeah. more recognized. I mean, that, that and he's had true. a TV show for years. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Alright, so this is our last episode of July. Yeah, which means... Starting next week. You only have a few days left. You still have a few days if you're watching this still in July. Um, Derek is going to be singing ABBA in August, pretty much guaranteed. Uh, But we need 
10 more dollars for Rachel to write an essay on why The Rock is the most diverse actor in Hollywood, also and the best. 20 more dollars to watch Ryan eat, eat vegetables. vegetables, which everybody really wants. So <laughs> don't worry about that, but definitely do the $10 for Rachel. I might buy a new for that. Definitely okay, totally do the $10 kidding. for okay. Rachel because I think she has some writing skill and I'm interested to see her real true love for The Rock come out in the form of a essay for the uh, Can for I the write it as if? I'm writing a really trashy romance novel and he's my love sure. interest. I mean, the thing is, I'm going to like tweet it at him as many times as it takes <laughs> to get him to like it or, you know, share it on his Facebook page as many times, message it. I'm going to do all those things. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, okay. whatever you do, just know that he's going to read it. All right. I'm good with it. So, yeah, patreon.com slash heroes podcasts, plural. Yeah. One S. Twenty more dollars for all this, yeah. or four more. Derek is already done. He's definitely yeah, doing my, the Abbott thing. We my got thing the extra cash. My for thing that. is there, but you know, we'll we'll see if I talk about Star Trek in August or not. It'll just kind of depend on some stuff. But uh, but yeah, uh, chat's pointing out that you know other things happen at STC. Of course, other things a happen. Ton of stuff happen. We're not going to talk we about everything. Cover, so we're sorry if we Deal didn't cover it. something that was really exciting for you. I know that there was a lot of stuff out there um, that we didn't touch on. But you can follow us at Heroes Podcasts and HeroesPodcast.com. Check out all of our shows. Screen Heroes is just one of them. We also have Gamer Heroes, which is a video game podcast. It's a really great podcast. If you like this one, you're going to love Gamer Heroes, I, I agree. would say. I agree. Because it's even more amazing than this. It is. For um, sure. And then we also have Costume Couture, which is our web series starring Ray and our uh, other co-host of hers, Ian. And they talk about cosplay and costumes. Yeah, we do. Last week you guys talked about DC bombshells. Yes, we did. So, and, uh, yeah, so hit us up, check us out, review us on iTunes, the whole nine, and we will catch you guys next week. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.